0: The Audio-Drama Alliance is happy to present Howard and Jackson, Case Number One, The Case of the Missing Violin, starring Josiah Coates, Victoria Lynn, and Will L. Things are not always as they seem, which is something American detective Jefferson Howard and sidekick Christian Jackson keep in mind as they investigate cases. This time, they're in for unexpected turns and comedic culture clashes as they take on a proper British client. Enjoy, Howard and Jackson, case number one.
1: Toby? Toby, have you seen my pearls?
2: Sure thing, mum. Allison said she put the jewel box on the powder room counter.
1: Oh, I've got them.
2: You're on in five for the matinee, mum.
1: All right, Toby. And do stop wringing your hands, it makes me nervous. Now, uh, did you say five minutes? Plus, yes, and I haven't tuned my violin yet. Where did I put it?
2: In the case, Miss Atherton.
1: Um, it's not... <sighs> Toby, where did you put it?
2: it, it Miss Atherton, that is not funny.
1: I'm serious, the Stratavarius isn't here. Where did you put it?
2: I, I swear I didn't touch it.
1: And pigs might fly.
2: Scarlet Honest, I have no idea where it's made off to. To
1: Toby, it is gone. It's not here anywhere. Collins, Scotland Yard.
2: Miss Atherton, we're in America.
1: What a wretched snag. Call the police.
2: Yes, Miss Atherton.
3: Good afternoon, ma'am. Miss Atherton, I presume? I am Detective Jefferson Howard, and this is my partner, Officer Jackson.
1: Oh, yes, please. What's to be done about all this? I certainly do feel against the collar.
3: Now, not to worry. There are others outside handling the situation, and the theater manager is explaining to the guests. You will not need to perform tonight. Do you mind if I have a look around?
1: Oh, certainly. Toby, do show the inspector about.
2: Right this way, Inspector. Detective. Right. Sorry, Detective.
1: Oh, hello. And you are?
0: The name's Christian Jackson. Officer Christian Jackson.
1: Officer, I'm about to go off my trolley with worry.
0: You're going where?
1: Off my trolley! Crazy! Mad! Don't you Americans understand English? I can't possibly be expected to endure such atrocities. I do believe I need some tea.
3: Well, I'd offer you some, but all I have with me is coffee.
1: I don't drink coffee. Do you fancy you'll be able to find my violin? I wouldn't dream of performing without it.
3: Well, how could you? Perform without it, I mean.
1: But one always carries more than one violin.
3: Uh, Does one? I have a few questions, if you don't mind, ma'am.
1: Fire away, Inspector. I just hope you can find it. It is worth quite a pretty pound.
3: (laughs) Oh, you mean penny. What? Jackson, please. Uh, Of course, Howard. Now, Miss Atherton, could you give us a little more information about the violin? Yes,
1: yes. It's a sixteen ninety seven violin made by Stradivarius called the Molitor, which is actually thought to have been owned by Napoleon Bonaparte. I purchased it for two million four hundred sixty thousand two hundred pounds, give or take, about five years ago, which I might add is the highest price paid for such an item at auction.
3: Two million pounds? Why would something so small weigh so much? <clears throat> Did you look in your room?
1: Yes. I... Did I look in my room? Do I look, daft inspector? Of course I looked in my room. Really?
3: It's detective. And I'm just covering my bases, Miss Atherton, to borrow the colloquialism.
1: Bases? How do you mean? You
3: know, as in baseball. Or cricket, as I believe it's called in your country.
1: Oh, that. But I will have you know, Inspector, that they're hardly one and the same thing.
3: Yes, for instance, the bat in cricket is square, whereas the bat in baseball is round. Jackson, please. Sorry. Anyone you thought might be acting suspiciously?
1: No, not off the top of my head.
3: What about your assistant?
1: Toby? What rubbish? Of course not. The very idea.
3: Please, Miss Atherton, calm yourself. We have to consider all possibilities. Who has access to your dressing room?
1: Myself, Toby, uh, the theatre manager, and uh, whoever he decides to give a key to. I'm sure the maids have one as well.
3: All right, then. Sounds like we should talk to the manager.
1: Why, that should be easy as kiss your hand. He's just around here somewhere. He almost never leaves.
3: What did she say? Jackson... Why don't you go and ask the deputies how it's going out there? Sure thing, Cheerio and Pip Pip.
1: Is he always this strange?
3: (sighs) Yes, I suppose so. So anyway, could you help me find the manager? What's his name, by the way?
1: Mister Brownkowski, of course.
3: Howard, Howard, wait! Yes, Jackson. Now what is it? I just found out. There's no way anyone could have taken the cello thing out of the (gasps) building and violin. Yeah, that. After talking to the security guards who are at every door, there's absolutely no way it went anywhere. No one has left the building, so if someone took it, it's still in the theater. And you discovered this in the less than the minute that you were out there? Well, no. The deputies told me. Uh Uh-huh, that's what I thought. Well then, let me think a moment. Hmm, Jackson, I say we have a stakeout. This evening. After hours. That seems like it could work. I mean, the only time the thief could possibly smuggle it out would be at night, after the place closes. Exactly.
1: Well, that suits my book. Should I wear all black? Uh, Isn't that what you do at a stakeout?
3: Uh, Yes. Well, she can't, uh, can't she? That will be fine, Miss Atherton. Be ready when the theater closes. And don't tell anyone.
1: But surely you'll need the manager's acquiescence.
3: His what? This is police business. Let us handle it and don't tell a soul.
1: Oh, all right. You have my word.
3: Good. Now, if you'll excuse us, we will see ourselves out and prepare for the evening.
1: Certainly. Thank you, Inspector. And, and you too, Mr. Um, Johnson.
0: It's Jackson.
1: Uh, oh, yes, Jackson. Toby! Oh, Toby! Oh, There you are. Uh, Would you mind fetching me a cup of tea?
2: There is no tea, Mum. Only coffee.
1: What preposterousness. Americans.
2: Most uncivilized, I say. Remind me why she's coming along again. Would you lay off,
3: Jackson? You've been asking me that all evening. But are you kidding me? She's a joke. You can't tell me you're actually looking forward to this. It's almost midnight. The theater is closed. She should meet us here any minute. Wait, you are looking forward to this, aren't you? If only to enjoy seeing you flabbergasted.
1: What? Now, how No, I'm not too late, am I?
3: Not at all, Miss Atherton. Would you care for some coffee?
1: No, thank you. But if you had some properly brewed tea, that would be another matter. You Americans have absolutely no idea how tea is supposed to be. You actually sell it in bags. Imagine...
0: Well, how do you make
1: tea? leaf, of course. And how you brew each particular variety of tea is very important. You can't brew green tea the same way you would black, for instance. It would be far too bitter.
3: Excuse me, ladies, but we need to go inside the theatre now.
1: Of course, but wait, you you said you weren't going to ask permission. Isn't that breaking and entering?
3: I didn't say I wouldn't get permission, Miss Atherton. I said I wasn't going to ask the permission of the manager. I asked the owner.
1: Ah, oh, of course. Straight to the top.
3: Yes. Now, follow me. And Miss Atherton, I must say, you look excellent in black.
1: Why, <laughs> <laughs> thank you. I don't usually wear it, but I was able to scrounge up this old evening gown in the bottom of my trunk. And I used this old jacket to keep it from looking too formal. You don't think it is, do you? Uh, too formal, I mean. Not
3: at all, Miss Atherton. I'm sure the walls and seats of the theatre won't mind.
1: Yes, of course, and uh... I beg your pardon?
3: Never mind. Jackson, you have the key I gave you? Yes. Right here. Thank you. There. Now, keep it down and walk quietly. Be on your guard. We don't want the thief to see us any more than he wants us to see him.
1: Alright. Should I take my shoes off?
3: Oh, brother. That won't be necessary. Just keep quiet.
1: It sure is dark in here, and those curtains in the dark look extremely frightening. Um,
3: yeah? (laughs) Something's got me! Uh, That's me.
1: Unhand me!
3: Would you two please be quiet?
1: What is that? Over there, at the back of the stage, something's moving.
3: I see it, too. Where? There, behind the curtains off to the right.
1: That's the doorway to the storage room.
3: I see him now. He has something in his hands. About the right size. Jackson. You take the left, I'll take the right. Move up on him slowly. Follow my lead. But, but uh, what about me? Stay here under the seat until I call you for an identification on the violin. If he has it. Now quickly, Jackson.
1: It's <laughs> really I'm sitting here under a chair waiting while they do the dirty work in the dark.
3: Stop! Police! You are surrounded. No sudden movements. I have a gun. Place what you have in your hands on the floor slowly. Ms. Atherton, get the lights.
0: Oh, get the
3: lights. Good. Keep Your hand's in the air. Ms. Atherton, could you come and see if this is your violin?
1: How dare you! My violin! You nearly took ten years off my life. Really. I can't believe you, the manager. I trusted you. As manager of a theater, you should show far more respect for people you hire to entertain your guests.
3: Keep her away from me. Why did you steal the violin, Mr. Bronkowski? I don't have to tell you anything.
1: We've got you bent right. I'll take you before a barrister. Don't think for one second you're going to get off easy.
3: Calm yourself, Miss Atherton. Why is she talking like that? What did she say? She said she caught you red-handed and is going to take you to court, which she has every right to do.
1: Please. I got a wife and kids. We are in debt. I needed the money. Oof. Really? Perhaps you should have thought of them before you took my Stradivarius? You... you little tea leaf!
3: Stay away from me, lady! What is she saying? I believe she just called you a thief. Jackson, is back up here? He should be here any minute. Right this way, Mr. Brankowski.
1: Thank you so much, Inspector. And you too, Mr. Johnson. I can't thank you enough. It's
3: Officer Jackson. You are most welcome, Miss Atherton. Happy to be of service to you. I am glad that things were ironed out.
1: Yes, I am glad I changed my mind on suing the man. His family doesn't deserve to suffer for his gambling debts as well as his thievery while he's in jail. I do feel sorry for them.
3: Yes. Where are you off to after you're finished here?
1: Oh, I'm going home. Back across the pond. I've missed it dreadfully.
3: Well, enjoy your trip. And thanks for the tickets to your last performance. I'm sure we will enjoy it. Like mud, we will. Yes, thank you. Well, good day, Miss Atherton. Yes, goodbye.
1: Goodbye, and thank you again, Inspector. I sent a recommendation to your chief. You're quite all right, for an American.
3: I'll take that as a compliment, Miss Atherton. And it's detective, not inspector. Farewell.
0: That was not a compliment.
3: It all depends on how you look at it. All right. Back to the station, Jackson.
0: Thank you for listening to this production of the Audio Drama Alliance. Howard and Jackson, Case Number One, The Case of the Missing Violin, was written by Victoria Lynn. It was directed by J.D. Sutter and produced by the Audio Drama Alliance, a stream of Greenstream Studio in association with Ichthus Family Productions, Porchlight Family Media, Adventure Alley Productions, and Solitary Badger Entertainment. Sound design and mixing by Christopher Green, with voice track editing by Sarah Grace. Original music by Solomon Kim. Our cast, in order of appearance, included Victoria Lynn as Scarlett Atherton, Nate Kufall as Toby, Josiah Coates as Detective Jefferson Howard, Will L. as Officer Christian Jackson, and J.D. Sutter as theater manager Robert Bronkowski. If you enjoy mystery shows like this, be sure to check out Greenstream Studios' production of Shadows and Daylight and CTD Productions' audio drama Rear Window. For more information and productions like this, visit audiodramaalliance.com and greenstreamstudio.ca.